You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello and welcome back to the Oz Network for our finale coverage of RuPaul's Drag Race. It's hard to believe that we have had so much Drag Race and we're finally at the end of it. It's been, what, six months of Drag Race and finally here to take a break for a good long while until season 10, All-Stars 4, who knows what comes next. But we're here to cover both the reunion and the finales, so we've got a lot to get to. And we've only got an hour, so we're going to try and get through this as quick as we can. I'm Rossi, and this podcast is in respect to the butterflies that we lost a few days ago. (laughs) My name is Colin, and ladies and gentlemen, Olympian Gus Kenworthy. <laughs> What's happening? My nipples are covered in butterflies, and I'm Kyle. <laughs> and I'm back to break the internet one more time. It's Brian. <laughs> so this was a lot to a lot of drag race in the last two weeks. Obviously, we weren't here last week to cover the reunion, um, and we have the finale to get to for queens. A lot of lip syncs and a lot of fights in the reunion to get through. So. I guess we'll quickly touch on the reunion because I didn't like it that much, so I don't have much to say, actually. Um, okay. So I'm just going to... The topics that they discussed in it were Vanjie, the epic lip syncs, <laughs> the fights, the sad stories, Mayhem mad that people said her drag was shit, Cameron has two personalities, they read each other, and they all voted for a winner. And the fights obviously took on most of the episode. RuPaul got into it, the Queens got into it, Asia got into it. It was a lot to take in. Um, I did love the reads; those were pretty fun. They're always the highlight of the thing. Otherwise, it was a pretty dark reunion. Not the bright, shiny thing that we want. But what did we? Yeah, I just I thought it was so dark. I I don't really like the reunions. Like I never I never really have. I always feel like they're like they bring out the worst in um, like a lot of the contestants. And, I mean, I knew that Vixen was going to get a lot of screen time, so obviously I wasn't looking forward to going into it. But, like, I even felt like everything that you just said, but I felt like it was, okay, let's talk about Vanjie, let's talk about something else, something else, something else. Sad stories, something else, something else, something else, something else. And I was like, oh, my God, please, please stop. I was drained by the end of it. (laughs) Yeah, I think yeah I, I'm also not like a huge fan of the reunions. The problem was they started with such a high, like they're starting with Vanjie, like like class, like top tier, like something that we will feel good about, like like celebrities getting into it, them getting into it. That's just like a funny meme that we got to appreciate and joke along with. And then pretty much after that, it was downhill, downhill, down. It just got worse and worse and worse. Like we had the mm. fight and then we had Dusty share the sad story again. Blair shared the sad story again. And then, and then Rue's like, let's open the field for anything you want to get off your chest. And they're like, well, you're shit. You're shit. Like, (laughs) just like, is it going to get better? Mm -hmm. And even though last season nine was pretty, some people disliked it for, you know, the way they talked about Valentina, at least that was like joyous. And Valentina even joked about it this episode in the finale. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's still light in comparison to what we got. It was just so much drama. And I think the problem with that is that they record this like right after the finale. So everyone's emotions are high. Like there's no break. Oh, 
Can I, yeah, I just yeah, ask yeah. a question here? Because, again, I'm, I'm not going to have much to add, so might as well say my piece now. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch this reunion, but you're telling me that the reunion that aired last week was recorded after the finale that aired three days ago. Correct. Wow. Why would they do it like that? Television. It, <laughs> yeah. It does, like, watching the reunion, it did feel like a bit of a spoiler because, like, I wasn't sure if that was the order that it was filmed, but then assumed that they must have done that because when you watch it and you know like asia is getting really upset during it and you know that makes sense after the way her performance went um cameron is also um like you know not like not so great in the reunion um but then aquaria just seems really poised so like that feels really awkward to like talk about you know the upcoming finale and talk about them all as if they don't know who already has won well uh, the, you guys should be familiar with this because they do the the television trick of filming all the endings yeah. and then only airing the, the true ending on the episode. So the queens don't actually know who wins. They just know that Asia's out of it. Right. Okay. Yep. Which is um, really I read which... a, I, And I read an article about like someone who was in the audience who said that when Cameron was getting crowned as well, that like, I, I think everybody, including Rue and Cameron knew that it was just like playing along for fun. Um, but like the, the read in the room was, it was between Eureka and Aquaria. Right. Okay. Wait. So when they, do the Queens even know? For no, real? they watch a viewing, no, they watch a viewing party like hours before the episode airs. Oh, that's so weird. Um, yeah, yeah, so there's, like a, there's a cool video on YouTube where Aquaria finds out that it's actually her that wins. So you're telling oh, me, like, wow. the reaction we get from Aquaria at the end of this episode was basically just, okay, now we're going to shoot Aquaria as if Aquaria wins. So, like, we're not even necessarily getting the sincere reaction of somebody winning, which to me makes a lot of sense yeah. because when I watch this, I'm like, huh, it seems kind of anticlimactic for somebody who just won, like, one of the biggest reality competition yeah. shows out there. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It did seem a bit like, yeah, she didn't react enough. Mm, yeah, I don't think I'm a fan of that design. I guess it's a way to suspend spoilers mm -hmm. uh, because they filmed this the day after the Ms. Cracker elimination episode happened, which mm. is why well, it's maybe... not the way that you... But it was just so much that they don't want to get it out like three weeks in advance, I'm guessing. Yeah, then why are they filming it that far in advance? <laughs> like... I, I don't think drag queens can do live television, which is what I think it comes down to. Okay. Which is my only reasoning. It's, otherwise, I have no idea why. Yeah. So, is that the reunion? <laughs> it is for me. Are we just on to the finale? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I felt really bad for Cameron when they voted for a winner and she didn't get any votes. I mean, I don't. I don't think anyone should should have changed their vote. I wouldn't have voted for her, but I did feel very bad for her. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah and just yeah, Asia clearly didn't have anything to lose at that point, so can't yeah. understand why she was sort of you know getting on a high horse and and speaking out on behalf of Vixen. Poor right. Asia, what a fall from grace. <laughs> So, we are at the finale. Yeah. 
Um, we get the reunion of nine of the or eight of the nine season one queens. Mm-hmm. Who's missing? I've never seen it. Uh, we missed Tammy Brown, who is in your lovely country at the, at the or at least at the time of the filming. Yeah, right. Mm. And so they do their little thing, which made no sense, but okay, ten years of drag, congratulations. <laughs> I thought we were going to get like all the queens from all the seasons. I was like, oh, whoa, they're going to do a massive thing here. Mm. It's like, here's the queens from season one. Okay, that's it. Sit down. Yeah, that's... And again, I haven't seen the prior seasons, but when they started teasing it, like heading to the commercial breaks, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like, you know, some massive, like kind of like what they did, um, uh, I think it was with the end of All Stars, where they brought people out for all these different seasons. Well, again, I had no idea who they were, <laughs> but this <Yeah>. to <laughs> me was almost like we're celebrating 10 years, 10 seasons. Like I can't imagine like Survivor Heroes versus Villains. We're like, we're going to put up players from season one versus players from season 19, and we're just going to pretend the other <laughs> 17 yeah. seasons didn't exist. Celebrating, Sonya, come on out! Yeah, <laughs> like we're celebrating two good seasons out of ten. Let's ignore the other eight. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit weird and awkward when they were just like, "What were they even doing? Just awkwardly lip syncing next oh to God. each other, no choreography." To it. Stand on the spot and don't move your feet. It was so awkward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what season one was. <laughs> I did appreciate Rue like saying at the, when they were introducing them at the very beginning, like season one queens with season ten lighting. I I love that little <laughs> funny bit from Rue <laughs> acknowledging the show. Um, yeah. And then all the queens enter one by one, as tradition. Um, I missed the beginning because my episode started at the end of this, so I only saw Ms. Hmm. Bracker's entrance, uh. and then the final four. Any standouts here from you guys? Um, they cut the music for Vanjie to walk backwards, uh, mm. <laughs> which I expected. Um, yeah. I don't think there were that many. I thought Monet looked amazing. Tonight. Yeah, I think that was it. I thought Vixen got a big round of applause, which made me think that it was definitely filmed after the reunion. <laughs> Because I felt like maybe she doesn't. Uh, sorry, before the reunion, because mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe maybe she doesn't get so, such a big round of applause after the reunion. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do think most queens will get an applause just because a lot of most of the people there are queens themselves. So, ah, uh, true. Yeah. yeah, and it's friends and family. So, um, and they. That was so ridiculous, but it's done. No more Vanjie until season 11. Um, yeah. Uh, whoops. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and then they do interviews. We can only hope, Rusty. We can only hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, they do these interviews. It was interesting. Like, like, I don't know. I thought that the whole point of this, like, reformatted finale was to not have these interviews, but then they did these interviews. My, did they do them last season, season nine? Yeah, I think so. is, is this the ones like which which interviews? Like what? Like they... the with RuPaul? Like, what are you gonna do to win uh, the crown? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's it was fine. I found like I was still enjoying the 
the whole episode, even though, you know, the lip sync happens right at the end. Um, the whole way through, I was kind of like, you know, the adrenaline was there. It was exciting. I just felt like just like a dry, like slowly built, like a really slow roller coaster that just didn't build up to the things. I felt like we were just like, mm. come on, lip syncs. That's what we're here for. And then they're like, <laughs> here is Judy, Judy Dench coming in for a quick <laughs> comment. <laughs> I was like, okay, I love, I love Judy Dench. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, but I was like, um. We have Oprah confessional. We have a Judy Dench <laughs> confessional. Like, I was like, can we get to the lip syncs? Is what we're here for? Can we get to the butterflies? Like, <laughs> and then Rue asked Asia again, "What would you say to your dead parents right now?" Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> let no, it go. Rue needs to let it go. The thing that was weird for me about these interview things, like again, I didn't know what to expect from a, a finale. Uh, all I know was All Stars, which is more just like you know an an extended episode of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. This to me felt like something that should have been on a reunion show or something. Like it's just let's interview all the the finalists. Or this is like Jeff Probst's really boring segments he has cutting in and out of commercials now during Survivor finales. But like there was just such a different yeah. tone for all that. Like I think Aquarius was kind of funny, and then we had you know Eureka's, which was you know a little bit more personal, and then there was like. Asia's, which was kind of just, you know, depressing. And there mm-hmm. didn't seem to be a lot of consistency. And to me, in a way, it almost felt like these interview things, it was like something out of a beauty pageant. Like, you know, uh, why should you be yeah. Miss America? You know, what will you bring to the world? And uh, let, let's go to the talent portion of the competition. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just, it, it felt, it didn't feel like it fit the whole comedy aspect of the show, which I think the show is really built on comedy and performance. Yeah, I think in the finale, you want to keep it kind of light, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we have the, you know, penultimate competition episode where they interview the the final four queens and, you know, they, they speak to their, like, younger selves. And that's that's the one to, you know, go down the emotional road and, and get all that. And they do ask them, like, why should you be crowned um, America's next drag superstar? Um, so we can leave that out of the finale, I think, and just keep the finale of big celebration mm-hmm. I just I, I thought it was funny Cameron Michaels didn't know what camera to look at <laughs> why was she looking up the entire time <laughs> God's not asking you questions <laughs> I can't you can't be doing that on like the Oprah show just looking out at the audience and not looking at Oprah because that would be so weird I, I, yeah, that made no sense like I'm like Cameron look at RuPaul the person asking you a question yeah. Uh, I mean, we did get a lot of, like, funny moments within all this stuff. Like, I loved um, when Asia's like, we're going to get married. And it's like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird, yeah, though, was like, a, the, uh, the a little bit of overuse of RuPaul, uh, the whole inclusion, acceptance. We heard that so many times here, and it's just, it feels weird. Like, I understand for, like, the concept of the show, but it feels weird in a show that's entire format is based on every single week we are going to tell one of you why you're not good enough and send you home, and then you're, all you're doing is talking about inclusion <laughs> and acceptance. Like, I, I don't know if it really suits a competition show like this. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Jeff Probst ever said, welcome to the inclusion hour of Survivor. And... <laughs> well, yeah. It's kind of the opposite there. Mm-hmm. but We're going to slowly build a tribe. You're going to vote one person in every episode, <laughs> yes. and then at the end, all 18 of you win. <laughs> 
we also got a lot of like touching things of Cameron's grandmother calling in and mm-hmm. calling in. I don't know if that's what they did, but a, a video message from Cameron and then Eureka's mother talking at the finale and everything. So, I mean, we did get some like, oh, like now you can root for them before the the battle. Yeah. Yeah. Personal content. Which we got plenty of throughout the season. I'm glad Eureka didn't <laughs> cry. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, at the filming of this, these interviews went forever. Um, no. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, apparently, like, the audience was just like, oh, my God, stop. Please stop. Keep your, Like, stop. Like, we just want the lip syncs. <laughs> they probably have the venue space for hours, so we're just trying to drag out all the time. Yeah, it is. And we finally get to the epic lip sync. Season one oh. versus season ten. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then? <laughs> it was so awkward. And like something I found really awkward throughout the whole thing is Dusty Ray Bottoms did not want to be there. And <laughs> Like, I felt like the person, whoever she was teamed up with, totally didn't listen to the rules that you weren't allowed to move. And so she was just, like, <laughs> kind of sitting there, or kind of standing there. And then I think it was Rebecca Glasscock was like, fuck it, and just, like, I don't know, pranced <laughs> around the stage, which made her look even, like, more like she didn't want to be there. <laughs> and at one point, I like, felt like Rebecca. around yeah, to ruin and was like, I'm not there. Like, <laughs> I said, I, she said we weren't allowed to move. And Rebecca Glasscock is going all over the stage. (laughs) I thought this was going to be really cool because when RuPaul was like, oh, we're going to have a season one versus season 10 lip sync battle. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Like I was thinking like a dance style, like face off Mm. kind of thing. (laughs) And instead we got, here's the first boots. And then (laughs) I was like, what are we it was like dancing uh, when they're slightly tipsy at a wedding and you're just like woo yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna see BB's face when she finds out who she's paired with because like I imagine on the day it was like okay Vanji you're the first one out of season 10 so you will be with the first one out of season 1 pork chop okay mm-hmm. uh, who's next um, Calorie you're nobody <laughs> Um, let's put you with uh, BB, the winner of season one. Like, there's no way BB didn't be like, um, excuse me, what? BB thought that Calorie was going to be the backup dancer. Yeah, yeah. Just um, yeah, yeah, yeah. backtracking a bit now that we're on BB here, uh, I did find it <laughs> funny that uh, I can't remember who it was that had the line. I think it was Cameron who you know had the line like, you know, uh, why or uh, what is what does it take to win Drag Race? It's like know the words, and this came <laughs> off a question from BB, <laughs> who I don't think ever even moved her mouth when doing lip lip syncing for any challenge. I never even picked that up. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, you are so right. Like, BB just always does this, like, awkward lip curl thing. (laughs) So her her mouth's moving, but she's not (laughs) producing words with those lips. (laughs) Accurate. I feel like it's one of those... 
you know, like Britney oh, Spears without the music, and then you hear the YouTube video. This <laughs> is her being awful. I think we just heard Baby Zahara without the music. That would be amazing. I'll get right onto that. <laughs> Speaking of that, I thought that the reason that that was included about the segment, the BB asking the question about the lip sync, was I thought it was really just shade at Monique for not knowing her words or Valentina mm. not knowing her words. Yeah, right. But yeah, no, I, no I, I was waiting for it to cut to Monique. And I was like, Cameron, these girls think you're shady. And you're like, no, I'm not. That's That was pretty shady. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and she kind of... Oh, it's such a contrast for Cameron, like, in the finale and the reunion. Because in this one, like, she's just, you know, like, all smiley. And she's like, oh, maybe I was shady. And then the reunion, the girls are all like, bitch, you were shady. She's like, no, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just quiet. Yeah. Um, before we get to the actual lip syncs that we wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. well, how ridiculous did they look when they came out all covered in like 40 pounds of clothes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you want to have, you know, some shocking reveals during their lip sync. But you also have to look good at the start, right? Yeah, the, I saw a funny joke where it's like when my friends and I try to sneak snacks into a movie theater, and it's just like, <laughs> 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 Aquaria looked awful. Yep. Was that she looked the... like she was trying to protect herself from alien signals? <laughs> Who was it that had like the giant wrap around them? Yeah, Aquaria. Aquaria. Yeah, see Aquaria. that that reminded me of. Um, I mean, I guess it depends if you live in a place that has harsh winters, but like in winters here, you know, you'll build like a little fence of burlap around a tree to protect it from like the wind and the snow and everything. And that's what it looks right. like. Look like somebody walking around, you know, with some type <laughs> of windscreen on. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of the outfits just looked like they were uh, a reveal waiting to happen, which I think kind of defeats the purpose a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you want it to be unexpected of like, whoa, where did that come from? Not not well, to walk out like in you know yeah it's like a curtain and like okay well <laughs> show us what your outfit yeah, is <laughs> oh that's so funny our first lip sync is Cameron and gets to pick someone I heard, I read that Cameron spent like a good like long ten minutes waiting to decide who she was going to lip sync against oh <laughs> gosh Asia, which yeah was I, I don't think they should be able to pick. Tape. Yeah, it was. But I don't think they should get to pick who they're against. They should spin the wheel twice, right? Yeah, like, yeah. whichever one comes up first, and then Rue spins the wheel, and whoever comes up second, that's your first matchup. Yeah. Or maybe they get to spin the wheel, like Cameron can spin the wheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, to give some, like, choice mm-hmm. in it. Yep, I think that's fair. I mean, I was, I was thinking, if I was any of the other three, I would be desperate for them to pick me. Like, I understand that Cameron is, like, good at lip syncs, but also, like, Brute, she's not going to win. So I felt like the chances of, I mean, I feel like the only reason she makes it through this round is because she's up against an absolute disaster. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like this whole format was probably worked around the idea of, like, people being upset that Trinity and um, Shea Coulee both came forth tied. Um, mm-hmm. So the idea of let's get one of them out, Cameron, 
and then mm-hmm. have a three-way lip sync between the three frontrunners, <laughs> which we presented this entire time, and it goes yeah. awry, um, and Cameron ends up sitting in. But like, if I was any of them, I'd be like, I'll oh, put me next to Cameron. She ain't getting any further. Yeah. Maybe we should have had a mini challenge, and then that person gets to pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Best when uh, Vanjie walk off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have to. Everyone has to sit on Banji and. <laughs> guess who it is? Oh God! Guess who it is? <laughs> is it Banji? Yes, it's Banji again. Ooh. I don't know. They have to make a cake that looks like Banji. Just incorporate all the mini challenges. So what did I miss? <laughs> Butterflies. <laughs> you missed you miss the mini Butterflies. challenge. The mini challenge. I just got really confused. A banshee is a cake. So I'm... <laughs> it's fine. The mini challenge is finished. And now Cameron Michaels and oh, yeah. Asia are lip syncing to Janet Jackson. I'm, I'm going to so, yeah. interject something here. This is probably just a personal opinion, but I... I swear, I almost, I was probably watching this like seven in the morning and I almost screamed when they said Janet Jackson, not in a good way because my wife knows that any single time a Janet Jackson song, video, or anything else comes on, I literally will like cover my ears and shield my eyes until I can turn it off. I'm like, I can't stand Janet Jackson. So what is it, Janet Jackson? Like, I actually have to listen to this twice. (laughs) Oh, great. She's singing Janet Jackson in the background. Oh, she heard me. Does Jamie like Janet Jackson? She does, yeah. Oh, good. This Jamie's good. <laughs> Get her on next season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was a fan of the song choices. Were were, were we not? Like, I like the songs. I do mm. think that there was not good songs to lip sync for. Yeah, yeah. And I think they are fitting songs. But I just, fitting songs yeah, I just for the don't Janet, well, see, I don't think Janet Jackson's that good. Like, this is the finale of season 10, and, like, you've got, like, Janet Jackson, who, like, basically sings on one level of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, Bang Bang true. is what is is what is good. Yeah. Um, uh, you, I, I would have wanted two other songs, but they do this all the time in Rue, where it's, like, epic lip syncs, and then it's, like, a Paula Abdul song from this, I don't know, the 80s. <laughs> you are <know>, like, <laughs> Stop. Like, put on some good pop music. Yeah. Or it's like, it's like... the entire back catalogue of Ariana Grande. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Queen's like Janet Jackson, right? You know, they probably perform to her songs quite a bit. Um, some, You know, she's had, like, eccentric outfits in the past, so people can play to that. I mean, but these Queens know that they're options are going to be Janet Jackson or Janet Jackson with the songs Nasty mm. and If, which are both kind of, you know, like the pop princess, uh, but like with a bit of an edge to it, like sexy songs. I don't see how Butterflies make sense when you're doing see, Janet Jackson. That's what I was asking. Like, do they know going in? Because I think we talked about some past episodes, like they, they kind of know the themes for different weeks. Like, did they know going in at least who the artist was going to be? Yeah, they no, they knew the songs because they all agreed mm. that neither of them wanted nasty. Oh. Which I thought like 
uh, like I thought it was unfair that Cameron gets the advantage of picking someone. So then the advantage is for the person who gets picked is that they get to pick the song, but they don't really. Yeah. They get to pick mm. a random box. Mm-hmm. Um, and and True. in the end, Asia ended up picking the song that she didn't want. So it's not not really an advantage. I could I guess I can get the gimmick of you know pulling away at whatever that flowered. I don't even know what you would call that. To me, it looked like, you know, a giant flowered pinata that was sitting on her boobs. But <laughs> yep. pulling that away is obviously supposed to, in some way, be like Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl with Justin Timberlake, like the, the, the nip slip or whatever. But mm-hmm. butterflies, I mean, you've got crowds that go back hundreds of feet. Who was going to see what was coming out of here? I mean, the, the screen, the cameras were zoomed directly in on it, and I had no clue what was going on. And that's why it was so funny to watch this, that as this is all going on, they just keep cutting to shots in the audience, and people just gawking with their mouths wide open, like, what am I watching? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you wouldn't have seen um, the season nine finale, would you, Colin? No. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, that really set the tone for what you need to do to win this style of finale. Um, and so the winner of, of last season, you know, like their reveals where it's like they took off a glove and all of these rose petals came falling out and then they took off their wig and all the rose petals came falling out of there and it was really effective. So I can see how like Asia's thinking, let's, you know, let's up that. And I'm going to have a reveal where all these butterflies are going to come flying out from me across the stage, across the audience. But unfortunately, the butterflies didn't perform. <laughs> and even leading up to that, Asia's like barely moving. It looked like Asia was spending the whole thing. Like it was probably meant to be revealed maybe 15 seconds in. And then Asia's just yep. sort of like, I'm shuffling my feet. I can't get this thing to open. Come on, butterflies. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't get it open, and then, like, oh, no, they're not flying. Okay, I'll try and blow them away. That's not working. I'll shake my hand. Apparently, at one point, she was, like, crouched on the floor trying to pick ones off the floor to make them fly. Oh, no. Oh, God. Like, you could just see from the moment she got that first, uh, like, wrist thing off, uh, and they didn't fly, you could just see in that moment that she lost it and... Like, Asia just was not present for the whole song after that point. The other thing that was unfortunate to me is that, you know, you have the entire judging panel in the audience. Why aren't we getting critiques of this? Like, you you have this incredibly awkward moment that happens. You have somebody who's arguably, I would assume, you know, uh, uh, more of a front runner than Cameron is, who's now gotten mm-hmm. knocked off by a disastrous showing have some comments from the judges. Have them be like, yeah, I don't... Even if it was after the fact, you do the reveal of, okay, Cameron, you win. And then you cut to the judges saying, you know what, this is basically what happened. But it's like you play up on how awkward it is by showing the audience reacting to it, and then you say mm-hmm. nothing at all. It just it, it made it feel just more unusual. Yeah, that's that's really true. I, I hadn't thought that before, but it is a bit weird that the performance happens and then we just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, all right, I think Rue is protecting... Um, a, I mean, I, th- I think that's the format of the show is they don't get critiques at the end anyway. But on the like official reveal video that's on YouTube where, where you've got like the four of them in the room watching who won for the first time, 
Like, mm-hmm. you you get the reaction to the entire thing, which is, like, including them coming out and and everyone on stage and all that sort of stuff, and it completely skips over Asia and Cameron's performance. <laughs> like, you see oh. no response from Asia uh, or any of them on their oh, lip sync. Oh, dear. It was so bad. It was so bad. The The worst part is definitely when she's, like, standing there and she's just got these, like, nets with dying butterflies yeah. on her boob. I was like, you're literally covered in dead insects. I was like, this is terrible. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, like, I can see what she was going for. It really didn't work. But do you think if it had have worked, if those butterflies were, you know, warm enough to fly away when she revealed them, would that have been good? No. I think it would depend on how many there were, because to me it looked like four butterflies. I don't know if there were more. <laughs> but like, if, if there had been a, you know, a flock of doves that flew out, that would have been one <laughs> thing. But like, you would have to have you know, a dozen or more butterflies all completely cooperating with you for that really to play to a live audience. Yeah, yeah. You kind of need like the genetically modified butterflies in there, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> they're just like fluorocolored. Duplicate upon release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I like. I don't think it was a good idea anyway. And then, like, what? Did, it was a closed arena. Like, what did she think was going to happen? Like, she put something on Instagram, being like, "I'm really sorry about all the dead butterflies. I wouldn't mean to harm them." I was like, mm-hmm. well, you weren't, like, releasing them to the wild. <laughs> like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, it's, it was it's just a, the, like, sorry, sorry. It was the wrong time to try a stunt like that. Like, to do something so outside of the realm of something you've done before in a finale setting. Like, it's, you know, the stakes are too high. <laughs> you know, try that. Try that at a I small think- festival somewhere sometime. Yeah. I mean, apparently she tried a lot uh, in her own living room. But the problem was, is that to, like, transport them from where she was to the stage, they had to be cooled down. And then Mm -hmm. they weren't warmed up enough on the night so that they were actually, Mm -hmm. they were too cold. And so what happened was, like, once they were on the stage and they were getting the lights on them, they ended up flying away. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, into the sky or wherever she thought they were going. But... (laughs) Um, into camera so, Michael's like, face. Yeah. So they they were and they you know they they were asleep essentially they weren't dead yep. they were asleep. Um, yeah. I just yeah I just think there's a, there's a fine balance with like performances uh, like at finales where you have to you have to do something like cool and creates a moment but you also you want to do something that's like 100 percent in your control like Aquaria mm-hmm. setting off that that spark thing at the beginning yeah. of Bang Bang 100% yeah. in your control like the only person that that relies on is you um, this, yeah. this relied on many many butterflies that were asleep <laughs> <laughs> many many butterflies who don't really care to be crowned America's next <laughs> exactly. drag superstar Oh, it's so bad. And all the shots of the butterflies just kind of like walking across the stage. (laughs) I just felt so bad for her. I really did. And I wished it didn't happen. But also, like, yeah, like you said, like when those nets are just hanging from her boobs. Like, (laughs) you know, once you do your reveal, you still need to look decent. Yeah. Like, what, you're just going to perform with those nets hanging from you? 
Uh, oh, dear. How far into the lip sync did you realize, oh, shit, Cameron's moving on? 30 oh, seconds? like, 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that first butterfly reveal, it was like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, my, my favorite moment of action, because I actually, I find it really difficult to watch because I just think it's, like, so devastating and cringy. But, like, my, and the, there's, like, the gif going around of um, Vanjie and Monique Hart in the audience mm-hmm. looking, looking at yep. them with their mouths dropping open. My favorite moment is actually the, like, like angle from the bottom where Cameron Michaels like looks down after the lip sync and is like, is like, what the fuck is this? Are these butterflies? And trying to like Mm. compute whether or not like, wait, did I just lose or, or (laughs) like these butterflies on the ground, they don't look that great. Did I just, did I just win? (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I'm guessing Cameron didn't know about the the butterfly stunt, and so at one point the butterflies are just walking on the stage, and then Cameron cuts, comes like strutting over, and I was like, "Oh no, yeah, Cameron, you're gonna stand on all the butterflies, you're gonna squash the competition." <laughs> so, do we want to move on to the next one? Because <laughs> we do yeah. have two more lip things to get to this episode. Well, I mean, the funny yeah. thing is with the next one is that. I kind of the only note I made watching was it's just too close to call but I mean it wasn't like there was anything particularly memorable in it you know like I think both of them mm-hmm. did fine but to me this felt it didn't feel like somebody like uh, the one thing I will say Cameron forget about the butterflies Cameron did go all out trying to get to mm-hmm. the 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 final round here and mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if I could say the same for Aquarian and Eureka Oh, I thought Aquarian Eureka like like really performed. It was a hard one to call. Like I couldn't tell which way that would go. Mm-hmm. Um, Eureka was, you know, all over it with her multiple reveals, but I felt like it was a little bit forced. The reveals, yeah, I think very disjointed. We mm, expect yeah. reveals, and I think when it's just oh, I'm taking off my jacket now, is like yeah. we're just like oh, okay. We've seen better. Like, Asia's mm-hmm. was more interesting than Eureka taking off that red thing to reveal, oh, we've got a bodysuit on. Like, Yeah, yeah. I'd rather see dead butterflies than, like, <laughs> someone takes their coat <laughs> off or where mm-hmm. it takes the tinfoil off. Like, that, those weren't interesting. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I felt like Aquaria was performing better, like, performing more um, throughout that song when they performed to If... And she busted out the Janet Jackson choreography from the video clip. I thought Aquaria looked awful. Like, mm-hmm. that, that like, <laughs> the, like, flush toy pink horn thing. <laughs> awful. It's almost like, like a Bowser suit kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, when she revealed it, I was like, oh, no, 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 put the aluminium trash bag back on. <laughs> um, and uh, I actually, I mean, I'm a Eureka fan, but I actually felt like Aquaria was saved in this moment. When when it happened, I was like, oh, I don't think Aquaria is that good. Um, okay. But obviously, I'm in the minority. And I'm biased because Eureka. Mm-hmm. I thought that, I don't know if it was you, but I had such a hard time watching these. Not like, because Asia, I mean, Asia, I had a hard time watching that because I was uncomfortable. But it was just so hard to follow. I couldn't. They were like jumping so quickly. Yeah. Like, and the stage was really dark, so I couldn't really see them as well. 
maybe I had a bad video, but I just had a tough time seeing it. And I think this is my problem with the songs that we've had, even though I love Janet Jackson and I, I really enjoyed the songs. It's just they were going so fast and you couldn't see what was going on. Like they were like Eureka was jumping and turning and spinning and taking something off. And I couldn't enjoy I couldn't watch it. It was just like going so fast. It was like sped up for me almost. I couldn't really read yeah. it. So it was hard to like it was hard to call because I couldn't see what was happening. I guess because it's two people who have prepared an entire performance for themselves. And so, like, they've got enough choreography and <laughs> reveals and whatever else to be putting on the show solo. But now you've got two people on the stage doing the exact same thing. Well, you know, competing for that attention, like, that, <laughs> that is a lot. Um, I, I probably prefer what we used to do two seasons ago where each of them gets a their own performance where it's all the focus is on them. Mm. And you know what? That would have worked a lot better for Asia as well. She yeah. would have practice with those butterflies. Can we get our second ever double Shantae in the same season? With mm-hmm. There you go, Aquaria. And Eureka going on to the final, which I was like, oh, this is going to be either a hot mess or a brilliant final lip sync. And we yeah. got one of them. We'll see what you guys think. <laughs> Side note for well, like, a quick second, something I'm confused about. Every single time they did one of these, uh, uh, I, I guess the announcements of who won, RuPaul was like, two queens stand behind me, and you could hear like a handful of people in the audience laughing. Was mm-hmm. I missing a joke here? Like, I don't understand why that continually kept getting laughs, just such a plain line. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a... A running joke now i think because usually uh usually rue sat down and they're like in, in front of us so i think she says like two queens stand before me um and then oh, she did in this it case last behind. season like yeah where she's like stood down she's like two queens stand behind me and so i think she played it up as a bit of a joke last season and now it's just carried forward to this one it, it, to me, that was another really awkward moment, though, because it wasn't like the whole crowd was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. it was like six people like, <laughs> and like <laughs> smattering of applause. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of drag humor can be like that, though. It's hard when you're not in on the joke, mm-hmm. I think. And that's a lot of, a lot of what drag race can be. It's like, a lot of what it is, yeah. You're like, oh, you're not in the Oh, okay, I don't get that. But okay, I'll move on. I'll pretend I laugh. Yeah, yeah, I used to hate it. Like, because I only watched, started watching Drag Race in the in the last year, and I just like binged it and watched everything. But before then, like, people would quote it and reference it, and I'm like, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> These things don't make sense. Like, whatever, Shante, whatever that means, go away. <laughs> um, just before we get to the final lip sync, they crowned Miss Congeniality, and. I thought I'd send a congratulations to Monet. Pretty fair. This is the spoiler that I knew way back when. I had a few, I saw that, so I wasn't shocked to see the result. Mm-hmm. But I have the votes, the votes of what the queens voted for. Oh. They were the winner. They were the ones who decided it. Oh, do tell. So it was actually very close. Um, if I don't say their name, getting a vote, they didn't get a vote. Mm-hmm. Um, so Vanessa Vanji Mateo got one vote from the Vixen. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Asia got a vote from Calorie. Okay. The Vixen got a vote from Ms. Cracker. 
Dusty got a vote from Blair and Monique. Eureka got a vote from Banji and Mayhem. Monique got a vote from Dusty and Monet. Cracker got votes from Cameron and Yuha. And our winner, Monet Exchange, got three votes, just edging out two, which was the second place, two votes. Got votes from Asia, Aquaria, and Eureka. Oh, weird. So all the finalists basically picked the winner. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. It, it kind yeah, of, it is. I don't know. It kind of deflates the meaning of this this award to know that. Yeah. Hey, you won with three votes, and there mm-hmm. were like six people who had two behind you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, better than eighteen odd. million from from the bots. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm certainly happier with Monet getting the award rather than the vixen. Mm. I mean, she almost she got a vote, so she could have been there. Yeah, well, that's I would have been livid. I mean, technically, <laughs> Vixen was tied for third place, if you're <laughs> yeah. mathematically. Jeez. Yeah, only four positions. Only four places. <laughs> One, two, three, four. So. What was, what was Cracker thinking? They, there was a video. You can watch it on some, somewhere, but they were explaining it. Miss Cracker was like, Miss Congeniality is all about honesty, and I cannot think of someone who was telling the truth more. And so that was... okay. I respect. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, we have some final lip sync. Um, the three girls lip sync to "Bang Bang," which I was like, "Is it planned?" Question mark. Because mm. the Rio song with three on the final lip sync, I was a little like, yeah. oh, "It seems like RuPaul's tricks in the working." Yeah, it did a bit, and like again, like you were saying, how it's a lot to follow. Um, where it's like jumping quickly between two of the queens. Now we've got three to jump between, and that was too much for me. Mm. Yeah, it was every it was everyone trying to do the most, and it, you, you didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Like because when mm-hmm. they would go from a zoom into a pan out, you're like, okay, this, I think Eureka just did a split, but I couldn't see the other two because Eureka was blocking them. Like, yeah, <laughs> and that's not a not a, not a read because she's bigger, but like. I just couldn't see. Um, I did not like Eureka's outfit. I'm so against this whole, like, big girl has to win. Like, I don't think that's a campaign to run because you don't win just because you're big. And then she stepped out on the stage just wearing, (laughs) like, a wrestling belt that says the big girl and then reveals that underneath it says wins. And I was like, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) You'd hate that. Get off the stage. I loved Aquaria's little like banger thing that happened at the beginning, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I liked her like little popper thing. But for me, like so much was going on that I was like, right, the winner, and like they were all fine. Like no one was messing it up. I was like, how do you even mm-hmm. tell? And I was like, for me, the judge will be who does the best Nikki part of the song. That's my favorite part mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. and like Eureka like dropped to the floor and was like shimmying and going all over it and everyone else is just doing whatever and I was like well there you go Eureka is like Eureka should win um, <laughs> I, I just I felt like Aquaria played it very safe in both of the lip syncs mm. I kind of thought okay. watching this one that Aquaria had the most energy and and again I don't know if they legitimately yeah. do pick 
the winner based on this. Like to me, it almost seems irrelevant to do this. Like if, if you're going to do a finale, chances are the minds made up on who's winning and the final challenge is irrelevant because this is just three people all at once for like two minutes. It's not like it's that much yeah. of a challenge, but it felt obvious to me just based on the energy Aquaria had that, that Aquaria was going to win this. Cause I think when you have three people, you know, kind of like, the complaint that you, Rossi you said, like you can't see one person in front of the other. You, you can't tell who's zoomed in on what it ultimately is just going to come down to who's catching your attention the most, not even necessarily if they're getting the words right, or if they have interesting moves or anything, you know, the, the, the gun bang gimmick was fantastic, but that was like right at the beginning from that point on. I think it's just whoever is capturing your attention the most, therefore moving the fastest is probably going to be the winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of wanted them to each have like their own verse that they would come forward and perform. Rather, that than would have been great. Yeah, doing the whole song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd subscribe to that for for next season. Put in my feedback, Paul. It's much appreciated. RuPaul will take all <laughs> these notes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just, I mean, I think that the, the end of the day it came back to the competition. Because the the results of the competition created the most wins, no bottom twos, and wasn't Asia O'Hara in this final lip sync. So, like, mm-hmm. safe safe performance guarantees a win. Like, I think last time we had this, the two front runners were knocked out already, so we could be like, so we had to go with the second best, the next best option at that point. Mm-hmm. In the, so I think that we kind of had that case here we have all right we have Korea who has the most wins at least bottom twos all right kind of set mm-hmm. and even though they probably wanted eureka to win and eh, she didn't do as well yeah yeah aquaria definitely deserved it from like track record through the season and the performance at the end you know she's got the like the upside of never having to lip sync throughout the season as well so it's the first time we actually get to see her do this and she gets to pull out all her tricks right at the end, which works in her favor. But that's the advantage you get for never being in the bottom. Um, so. I think maybe we could get to... do. Where, I just want to know, where do you guys... Not Colin, because you... Unless Colin, you can chime in if you feel like answering this, but where do you think this season, this finale would rank kind of like a rate in the long term how would the season be looked at um mm. i think i think everyone remember the finale for the butterflies <laughs> mm, right. yeah. I, I think i think everything else will slowly fade into too the background. Soon, too soon too soon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and i think i think the winner and the season is very middle of the pack to be honest like it's it's just fine yeah i i would agree um i would call it quite a yeah, an average season. Uh, yeah, like I don't know if I would like go back and watch it again. I, I wonder if we will go away from this uh, lip sync for the crown next season and go back to the just standalone performances. I think it's done. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like we've we've done this now. I think I if it wasn't it show stopping, which it wasn't, I think yep. Paul's gonna be like, all right, we need something new. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think RuPaul doesn't yeah. like when people tell him what to do. 
<laughs> and I feel like the crowd's there, so it's forcing him a decision. So it's just like, all right, something new. I think we're going to have something new next season 11. I think that's yeah. something brand new. So The final five in the finale. Just keep all 14 for the 14 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The real inclusion season. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's okay. Like, Aquaria does deserve to win, but, you know, throughout it, I was like, oh, I don't really want Aquaria to win. I don't, yeah, well, I guess I wanted Asia to win, and then... <laughs> that was not happening. Now it's like, like my, so I'm, like, feeling really confident going into this finale, because, you know, my winner pick's still in it. Like, she's got a chance to win. And then straight up, I was like, oh, no. Well, distance yourself now, from that car. Like when I now when I say like you know Asia was my winner pick, people are going to be like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she made it to yeah. the end. But people are going to remember just like how badly that went. Uh-huh. You're going to yeah. get a what were you thinking? <laughs> I know, I know. Speaking of predictions, we have our preseason predictions to go to. Oh, we okay. nailed it! Oh Lord. <laughs> Lord, I'm, I'm pretty sure I put Aquaria last. <laughs> All right. So let's get to our did, yeah. <laughs> our butterfly queen of Asia O'Hara. Mm-hmm. Came in fourth place. So I yeah. said Asia O'Hara would come in ninth. So I was quite off. Colin, you said Asia would come in seventh. So you're even further off. Brian, mm-hmm. you said Asia would be sixth. So you're very close. And... Obviously, we know where you put Kyle as your winner. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. by default, by being closest, Brian, you get the point for Asia. Woo! And I can't believe I've stuck with her all this time, and you get the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'm not getting any other points this time. We have our yeah. two runners up, um, but fortunately for the points, it didn't matter which place they went in. So, the okay. points were locked in no matter what. So I just put Cameron in third for ease because she won mm-hmm. one, le- one less challenge than Eureka. Yeah. So Cameron I think we can all agree to that. In third, I put her in fifth. Colin, you have Cameron in 11th. Mm-hmm. Brian, you have Cameron in eighth. Mm-hmm. And Kyle, you have Cameron in fifth. So you and I both get a point for that for being the closest. Ah. Yeah. Yay. Uh, now we have our, our big girl. Mm-hmm. I said Eureka would be sixth. Colin, you said Eureka would be tenth. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was spot on here. <laughs> Brian, you said Eureka would be third. Hey. And Kyle, you said Eureka would be ninth. So, Brian, you get the uh-huh. point for Eureka. Woo! Congratulations. And Thank you. Last but not least, our winner, the dawning of the age of Aquaria. Mm-hmm. I said, no, let's go with the worst. Mm-hmm. Colin, All right, start last. with me. <laughs> Colin is dead last. <laughs> Brian, you have second to last. Yep, okay. I put Aquaria in seventh. And Kyle, you put Aquaria in sixth. So you get the point kind of by default almost. <laughs> so at the end of it, we have our locked total. I come in last with three points. Oh. You should Colin, be ashamed that I beat last. you, Rossi. <laughs> like, seriously. 
You two have five points, Colin. And our top two. Brian, you have seven points in second place. And our winner with eight points. It came down to one difference. Hey, release the butterfly. <laughs> I'd just like to thank you two for being here and for your last ever podcast with us. <laughs> it showed me up. I can't have that anymore. <laughs> Don't worry. People will only remember the butterflies. <laughs> At the end of the day. <laughs> At the end of the season. The end of the podcast. That's all, right. all people will be talking about. And we yeah, made, thank, uh, thank you for having us. Uh, well, I don't know if it was good because you beat. <laughs> it's been a joy. I've I've definitely enjoyed listening to Colin learn all about drag queens uh, <laughs> as the season goes. Did he learn? <laughs> hey, just <laughs> wait for my predictions prediction. next season. <laughs> He's just got this warped perception of what drag queens do. Be like, I know drag queens. Yeah, don't they like sit on fax machines and, <laughs> and, <cakes> and stuff? <laughs> I mean, this has been a, a, a jam-packed six months of Drag Race. I think we've had mm-hmm. only, what, two weeks off of podcasting about it, so mm-hmm. I think it'll be good to put it to rest for a bit. Yeah. Time to reflect before the next two seasons come in in next year. Recover. We'll go into hibernation. Let's like her butterflies. Our cocoons. <laughs> <laughs> shall, we, shall we be warmed up again for season 11? <laughs> Hopefully we will be warmed up in time. <laughs> but in all honesty, it's been great to have you guys here with us because if it was just me and Colin, I don't know how we'd get through this season. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, that does it for us. Um, I don't know what to plug because I'm not a part of these podcasts anymore. So <laughs> we have things on the Oz Network to listen to. So listen to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that does it for us. Uh, Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.